Hello and welcome to episode 55 of No Other Crack Pod. Hello there. <laughs> oh, so if you're new here, I'm Trish. And I'm Marie. And each week we have a friendly catch-up discussing our recent TV watches, things that are trending on the World Wide Web, recommendations, ranging from skincare to snacks to things to do. Am I covering everything? Yes, indeed. Um, and also thank you to anybody who has reviewed us on whichever streaming platform you use to listen to us. And anyone who hasn't yet and would like to, please do rate and review us on Spotify or wherever else. Yeah, we would be most grateful. We appreciate the star ratings. We appreciate you. If you want to give us five stars. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> thirsty, thirsty. <laughs> so you were in the cinema this week. Yes. Myself and Darren were at the cinema. We went to see Barbie. <laughs> I'm, I'm delighted you got Darren to go. I know it wasn't difficult, really. I'm um, struggling. Well, I mean, Darren made a face like it wasn't that. See, we were both on the fence because I do want to see Oppenheimer as well. Mm-hmm. But it was a Sunday evening and we had a full on day and we were blessed with um, a babysitting token. And I just thought, no, I can't do a three hour heavy sit. Yeah. I was in a lighthearted mood. I was tired. Um, and so we were like, what will we do? What will we do? And Darren was like, right, what's your gut instinct? And I was like, Barbie, you know, if it had been like a Saturday afternoon or something, I might've chosen Oppenheimer. But yeah. Um, so there was like a good few men in it actually. And all the women were wearing pink still, which is great. Like, were you wearing pink? Oh yes, of course. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was very good. I would give it. How many ripe avocados? 3.5 ripe avocados. So three ripe avocados and one one big seed. One big pup. <laughs> one big pup. Like it's very, very good and it's enjoyable and I would definitely recommend. It's a good experience. It's well worth going to see. Um, When we were debriefing after, I suppose it's, it's a really like feminist movie. Yeah. And there's all these cool sarcastic undertones about basically Margot Robbie as Barbie. Um, she lives in Barbie world and Barbie world is this like amazing place where women reign supreme and mm-hmm. women are just like the leaders and powerful and Ken is just Ken. Like he's just there, but he's not that relevant. He is Ken enough. Yeah. And like <laughs> Ryan Gosling was out Henry. of this world good. Like he really? was so good and so funny. Um, for, It's worth it to see his performance alone. So then when Barbie and Ken go to the real world, they're completely jarred by the fact that it's this patriarchal society where men rule. Like, they're so confused. Like, Barbie's disgusted and Ken's loving it. He's like, <laughs> wow. Um, and Will Ferrell's in it too is the, the Mattel CEO. And there's oh, yeah. so many different wee cameos. It's great. Uh, but I th- what I found, it, it's kind of like, Mattel still own the movie so sometimes you feel even like Will Ferrell's jokes and the feminist jokes could go a bit further but at the end of the day it is also kind of a kids movie and it's also a branded movie Mm -hmm. so it doesn't push the boat as far out as I would like it to because I suppose they're still trying to cater to everybody but I I still liked it 
But I wouldn't be like, oh, it was amazing. It was 10 out of 10. Like, it yeah. was just a very good film. Because I was chatting to Sinead, my cousin, and she was saying she'd gone to see it. And she was like, it was a lot deeper than I thought. She was like, it made me question a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's good. good. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. Um, and it was funny because it's really one for, like, say, w- adults, women, men, age kind of maybe like late 20s plus because whenever I was we were walking out of the cinema and there was two mums and maybe their early 40s and their daughters who were about 12 and one one of the mums was like well that was great wasn't it and the other was nodding and the wee girl just goes oh shite <laughs> and I was just like oh. so like what age it's 12 is it, it is 12 is yeah it? Mm-hmm. Oh. but no it's it's Definitely worth seeing. I would yeah. I would recommend it. I feel like the weather at the minute is the perfect weather, as you say, for a Saturday afternoon to go in and see that Oppenheimer. Yeah. 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 It'll be yeah. just a nice uh, moody movie day. Um Yeah, just so no, it was good. And like Margot Robbie's just so perfect. Like she's yeah. just the the ideal Barbie. Yeah. Um, you'd love weird Barbie. Um, Kate McKinnon plays Weird Barbie and she's so Why would I funny. love Weird Barbie? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Quirky one I am. <laughs> <laughs> she was so funny in it too. Yeah, because like she was styled like the Barbie that you cut their hair and you mm. kind of try and do mm-hmm. mod cons on. Um, yeah, so in terms of TV guide, that was really our main thing was going to see barbie and then just we finished the bear season two as well on disney plus and we darren just wanted to let it be known for the record that although i had said last week he wasn't feeling it he pushed through and he loved it and he even wanted to watch season two all over again the minute we finished he loved it that much wow yeah five ripe avocados from both of us high praise indeed yeah, some of the I episodes were that. great. Oh yeah, you'd love it. There's, oh, it's just season two is flawless. It's one of the best seasons of anything I've ever watched. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Loved it. God, I need to. But don't watch it hungry. Like I had to okay. make a fruit. Like I had to make a pizza watching it one night at like half ten because I was getting that hungry while I was watching it. Oh, it's um, so good. No, I definitely will give it a go. It sounds great. Mm-hmm. I um, I have a. Is that all you're watching? Mm-hmm. I have a movie recommendation for you. Ooh. So I'm wondering, did you see this film? Because if you haven't, I think you'd like it. Right. So it's called Triangle of Sadness. No, I've heard of it, but I've not seen it. I had heard so much about it. And then I remember I looked it up at the time and it was like 20 euro or something to buy in Google Movies. And I was like, no, I'm just, I don't want to see it that much. Like, mm. tighters. Um... But it's on Prime Video now. Oh. Yeah. So watched it the last night. Very White Lotus vibes. Oh. So I think you'd like it. It came out, yeah, out in 2022. It's a black comedy. But it's about this couple, Yaya and Carl. And they're like an influencer Instagram couple. Mm -hmm. And they end up going on this yacht for a cruise. But it's just shown the disparity between wealthy and the poor on the boat like mm-hmm. Woody Harrelson is the captain on the mm. boat and he's an alcoholic <laughs> he's hilarious in it but um, the <laughs> I was laughing so there's one scene in it now and if your gag reflex is <laughs> sensitive so the director had said his name is Rob, 
Ruben Ostland. I don't know how you pronounce it. But he had said, I wanted to have the most vomiting that we've ever had on screens. Oh, good. So there's this scene and it's 20 minutes. But it's that ridiculous. I was howling and laughing. So you can move past the grossness. Yeah. I oh, thought it was so that's funny. great. Yeah, I must make um, note of that. And the reason it's called triangle of sadness, I didn't know this. Triangle of sadness refers to the wrinkles in between your eyebrow. Oh my God, I didn't know that. That people go to Westport to fix. <laughs> so, oh my uh, gosh. Yeah, he also had said as well, so it's a wild satire set against a world of fashion and the uber rich. Oh, I love but stuff about rich people. I would give it a four ripe avocados. Oh, great. So at the start when you're watching, it's like two and a half, two hours, 27. Mm. And... At the start, you're kind of like, where is this going? Or this is very strange. Like, there's some scenes and you're like, this is weird. Mm. This is weird. But overall, it was very entertaining. Mm-hmm. I couldn't stop watching it. Like, mm. yeah. I might watch that now at the weekend. Yeah. And um, just when I was looking up who's in it, it was that Emily Ratatouille. Oh, yeah. I can never pronounce her name. She was actually meant to be the female lead in it. Mm. But then they changed it last. She would have been very good as well in it. Um. But yeah, watch it and get back to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, on Amazon. On Amazon, yeah, yeah. And then I just started watching. I'm kind of late to the ball with this as well. Did you ever watch that Nine Perfect Strangers? No, no. So that's also on Prime Video. Mm. But Nicole Kidman's in it. It's like there's a lot of famous people in it. But I only started it Melissa earlier McCarthy's this evening. Who isn't she? Who? Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah, mm. so I only started kind of earlier this evening. I've watched two episodes, but I can tell I'm going to love it. Mm. So it's like all these people go to like a, it's like a health retreat, mm. yoga place. I don't know, but yeah. there's something, there's something amiss. Yeah, Ooh. so Nicole Kidman's, she's the leader she's, of the retreat yeah. or something. She's rushing mm. in it. All right. Not moving quickly. She's yeah. Russian. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've only seen two episodes, but I, I can tell I'm going to like it. Yeah, because the colleague of mine had read the book and she said the book was weird as hell. Oh. And um, she was dying to watch the show then. I don't know if she ever did watch the show, but she she read the book first before she knew there was a show and then yeah. she started seeing the show being promoted and she was like oh my god class this is a she goes the book's so twisted and weird so she's like it'll be a great show yeah i don't really know how it's going yet but like mm. you're kind of getting as i said i've only watched like two episodes but like you're seeing the backstory of why people is there and they all have some kind of yeah major troubles in i love life. stuff like that yeah oh no that so. sounds like a good one um mm-hmm. Before we leave, are you fin- not? Yep. That, um, before we leave, TV Guide, I thought you two might be interested in this. So Rotten Tomatoes have done their, they do this guide every so often, and this is like, um, it, no, it's critics, not fans. So it's the critics' top movies and top TV shows of the last last twenty five years. Twenty five years. Yeah. Um, and some time. of them you think you think that's a while long time, and then it's funny some of the ones that are have made the cut, you're like. Gosh, that's not that old, and it's like twenty years old. You know, it's um, we're oh. getting old. So getting on. I'll sh- I'll go through. I'm not going to go through all twenty five, but I'll just show you, or I'll read out the top ten. 
So 25 years is a long time to... Yeah, synopsize it from, yeah. but they have all that data on Rotten Tomatoes suppose, now, yeah. so it's kind of cool for them. So the top 10 TV shows... Wait, where's the numbers? <laughs> oh, it's a bit weird. Is this not in chronological order? Why would they do that? Oh, no, it has to be, yeah. But I just can't tell if I'm going 10 down or not because it hasn't, it's not showing me like what number they are. So I'll go from about what I think might be 10. But do I, I see feedback? Yeah, so let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. Your seven, counting skills are supreme. Nine, 10, <laughs> 11, 12. Okay, I'll do the the, the top 12 from Fleabag down. For, so Fleabag's like 12. Mm-hmm. Like it's 100% in Rotten Tomatoes. Um, but that's like, re- that's critics and oh, normies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Six Feet Under, which What's I remember that? I used to watch that, but I was way too young. It was on Channel 4 and it was very dark. It's about like, I think a family of undertakers or something. Okay. Um, it's like laced with irony and dark situational humor. This show approaches the subject of death through the eyes of an undertaker. Um, Lost. <laughs> Your old favorite. Uh-huh. Twin Peaks, The Return, which I don't know what that is. Game of Thrones, The Leftovers, Succession. What's The Leftovers? Um, I keep hearing about the leftovers as well. It gets ninety one percent. What is this about? See, it's not giving me a proper synopsis either. If I click on it, I'm gone out. Uh, and a go and a global cataclysm. One hundred and forty million people disappeared without a trace. The three years later, residents of Mapleton, New York, try to maintain equilibrium when the notion of normal no longer applies. That's very vague. It stars Justin Theroux and a load of other people who I don't know. Um, Succession, Mad Men, The Wire, The Sopranos, and Breaking Bad. So Breaking Bad's number one, Sopranos number two, The Wire number three, Mad Men number four, and Succession number five in the top 25. I, I was only on about Mad Men earlier today because I started watching it, but I never finished it. You never watched it. Yeah, I did. Oh, did you watch mm. it all? Yeah, of course you did. Yeah, sure. That's your your forte. Yeah, we watched it. It was when we lived in Canada. I watched it. I binged it, and I think it might have still been on TV or something. And then I didn't get to see like the last series for ages, and then I couldn't find it anywhere. And I was like looking for the DVD of it and everything, <coughs> and I eventually finished it. And what I would say is, the DVDs. end's not even satisfying. The end, yeah. It's just Isn't not. Isn't something to do with the cokehead? I can't even remember now. Like, it wasn't that remarkable anyway. Um, And then so that we can move on from TV Guide, I'll just do the top five movies of the last 25 years. So I'll go from number one so as not to confuse. See, the numbers are big on this one. Rotten oh. Tomatoes, sort out what? your website. You know, because <laughs> I couldn't see it on the other page. Mad, Mad Max. Max Fury Road is number one. I've never seen it. Darren, do you think that's... It's hard. Like, we, <laughs> we did see it. 97% in Rotten Tomatoes. Number two, I totally agree with Parasite. Oh, yeah. That was so good. So good. If anybody has not seen Parasite, watch it. Yeah. Watch it. I don't even know. It doesn't show you where it streams, but just find Parasite and watch it. It's unbelievable. 
Number three, Mulholland Drive. It's a David Lynch movie. Mulholland Drive. I'm, I'm yeah, I don't think these. that's my bag. I don't really like his movies. I don't shoot me movie lovers because I know he's really artsy and important. The mm. Dark Knight is number four. Um, As in like Batman? Yeah, the Christian Bale, Batman, the first one. In that trilogy, yeah, I love all of them. Now I can watch them over and over and I don't get fed up. Really? And then five, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. <laughs> Had never heard of it. Portrait but of a Lady on Fire? Mm-hmm. 2019. A singularly rich period piece. Stirring, thought-provoking drama with powerfully acted romance. Set in the ni- in the 1770s. So, yeah, that's all the TV guide. Did you find anything interesting on the internet this week? On the internet? Oh, yes. <laughs> that's what I was laughing at before mm-hmm. we started. Okay, well, first I just wanted to me- mention Sarah Jessica Parker's post. Oh, yeah. With her love of Donegal. Mm-hmm. So she'd put up a whole selection of photos. Mm-hmm. But I'm in stitches over, like... The way she took the photos. So she like took a picture of Super Value York Cabbage. cabbage. Super Value were delighted. Mm-hmm. But like, why is it, su- wasn't it Matt Damon that had the cans from Super Value? Mm. Like, why is it always Super Value gets all the love? Yeah, it's Centra. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say it was a coincidence in Matt Damon's case. And then I'd say like where she is down in our draws, probably there's probably like a big Super Value very probably. near hand. Yeah, but maybe it's maybe it's quite like the American Trader Joe's and stuff. Maybe it reminds them of their grocery stores. Trader Joe's, <laughs> do you think? <laughs> maybe. Um. So yeah, she had the Super Value cabbage. So she had tea in the sea. She had a packet of empty Charleville. I love the way they were empty. Mm. Empty Charleville cheese slices, mm. and then Hogan salami. Mm-hmm. Which I now want to try, try. Mm. and that was empty. Um, what did you call it last week when I was giving you <laughs> salami? What did Darren call the salami? The the gabagool. Gabagool. And what else did she? So I didn't realize she'd wine out. She had a picture of her wine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On special offer. I've never tried it. I'd love to try. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know she had wine. Um, pickled gherkins. Thought that was random. Mm-hmm. And then the she had a picture of her pink tweed jacket mm-hmm. from McGee's. That is unreal. Mm-hmm. So I was looking it up, but apparently their sales have gone through the roof. It's three hundred and twenty-five euro. That's and like, like affordable enough. I yeah. Do you know what that's I mean? Like, like something you'd have for life. That's attainable. That'd attainable be a family luxury. heirloom. Yeah, it would. Yeah, like it would. Yeah. I'd like one. There you go now, Darren. Christmas sorted. <laughs> he has a McGee jacket himself. You do not. He does is his wedding blazer. Suit oh. jacket. So Darren and Sarah Jessica Parker have something in common. Um, yeah, God, it was a beautiful jacket, but I just liked her candid shots. Yeah, she's such a nice, simple way of yeah. making her carousel posts of what she enjoyed. Yeah. We need to bring back our photo dumps from the pod. Yeah, we do. Um, so then the other thing I was going to mention, what I was, oh, I was in stitches about. So it was a news article about a zoo in China. So I'm just going to read it out mm-hmm. and then I'll show you the video because it's 
It kind of is the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> so the title is Chinese Zoo Denies Its Bears Are Humans in Costume. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Where's this going? So images posted online prompted questions as to whether the animals are real. After one is shown standing upright on slender hind legs. So the zoo in China has denied suggestions that some of its bears might be people in costumes after photos of the animals standing like humans circulated online. So they said that they're sun bears from Malaysia and that they're smaller than other bears and look different. But they insisted that they were the real thing. Some people think, so they put up a post with a picture of the bear. It's like, some people think I stand like a person. The post written from the bear's point of view said, it seems you don't understand me very well. An employee who answered the phone at the zoo declined to talk about the bears, but said visits were being arranged on Monday for reporters to see them. So Darren, you can see this video as well. And we'll post the video on our Instagram. Mm. This, like, this is like something you dream about when you're in the horrors. Right? Look, can you see the Oh my god. Isn't that disturbing? That's like something from The Shining. <laughs> like they couldn't be real bears. There's no way that's a real bloody bear. Do you see it, Darren? <laughs> Come on, like the length of its legs. It's a very slender bear. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, so it is sick. I think it's the stuff of nightmares. Yeah. That's a bit harrowing I and quite see funny. What? It's harrowing and funny at the same yeah. time. I feel like I'm going to have nightmares with these skinny bears mm, tonight. Bears <laughs> are meant to be cuddly and chunky. <laughs> skinny bear. <laughs> we shouldn't be skinny shaming the bear. I know, I know. But yeah, so that's that just gave me a great laugh. Merciful Lord. Um. So that was all my World Wide Web. Oh, so actually on the topic of animals in terms i read something on the internet about which breed of dog has overtaken the labrador as the uk and ireland's favorite family dog can i guess yeah um is it a purebred no dog is it a cockapoo (laughs) yes (laughs) god i'm good (laughs) yes it sure is um so the cockapoo has overtaken the Labrador as one of our favourite family dogs. Data from the UK Royal Veterinary College shows the hybrid of Cocker, Spaniel and Poodle is now the second most popular puppy breed behind the French Bulldog. Labradors come in third with the Cocker Spaniel and the Chihuahua taking fourth and fifth place. The Daily Tele- Telegraph says other designer breeds gaining popularity include Cavapoos, Golden Doodles and Labradoodles. But the cockapoo have been voted as like the most family friendly favorite. And like if people could have seen live footage of how Scout was behaving before we started recording, they'd be very much revoking that statement. <coughs> because I mean, now I love Scout to bits. Um, and he's one in a million. But I wouldn't say he's like the most ideal breed one could have. <laughs> but it could be just him. And his little crazy personality. Yeah, because to be fair, a friend of mine has a cockapoo and she's very placid. Yeah, maybe. I think it's just Scout and like, and also that's our fault, not his. <laughs> like, poor Scouty. I just spoiled him too much as a puppy. Yeah, but um, they're very popular now. 
Yeah, they are great because they're, you know, like they, until he gets, his hair gets very long, he wouldn't shed. So I suppose that little hypoallergenic factor is useful. Yeah. Um, And they're very good with children. Like Scout's so gentle with children, which is also good. Um, My second piece of World Wide Web, I just thought I had a better um image of this without having to read the whole article. But have you seen the lady on TikTok who goes, Attenzione, pickpocket. No. You've not seen her. Or I have not been targeted by her. Oh my God, you will be now. Like This is like an iconic sound. So I was reading a New York Times profile about this woman who's gone viral on TikTok, but she's been doing this for years. So it's a woman called Monica Pauly. And she spent years patrolling the streets of Venice. And now she's famous on social media. Well, really, her voice is. So she's part of this sort of like vigilante group in Venice who call out pickpockets. So she can basically, she knows a lot of them to see that are like recurring. But also she says she has a sixth sense about who is a pickpocket. That's now that's dangerous territory there. Yeah, she's got beaten up over this and everything. And they do it to protect like Venice's tourism kind of thing and she doesn't even work in the tourism industry she cleans office buildings but they're just passionate about shouting out pickpockets and they do it and they don't care and her identity her identity now is being like flooded over the internet too you know because first of all it was grand when it was just her voice Mm -hmm. and she had the tiktok account and she would show the pickpockets and they'd start hiding their face then and running away when she'd shout them and it's cool, but now I feel like she's gained a lot of traction, but maybe she'll be protected in a way because she had the article's very good. I'll share it. But um, she is part of a citizen group that have been calling out suspected pickpockets for decades. Um, so you'll you'll hear it, go, it goes like attenzione Borges Tracy, and then she's like attenzione pickpocket. Like she's a really um deep distinctive voice. voice and she's 57 years old um she patrols the streets of her hometown she's no, part of a group called cittadini non distrati which means the undistracted citizens who wander the city shouting at people whom they believe to be thieves who pluck wallets passports and other items from the pockets of passers-by so sometimes miss polly and her fellow amateur watchdogs will report the pickpockets to the police but most of the time they just kind of look after it themselves by roaring at them <laughs> and blasting them on TikTok. And a lot of the time the, the pickpockets um, pretend to be pregnant and it's women, yeah. like 80% of the time it's women mm-hmm. and they'll go around in pairs and they'll wear wigs and they wear like a big fake pregnant bump. Um, and they ha- they always have backpacks kind of slung around their shoulders for all the stuff that they gather. Mm-hmm. So it's just so cool, like, and it, her thing, she's become a meme. There's remixes with her voice as a dance track. Like, it's just, it'll come up on your TikTok now, guaranteed, if you're scrolling later on. Um, She films mainly in train stations. And um, you have to kind of turn the volume down when her videos come up. This is her, like, what a legend. Oh, she's sassy looking. Yeah, so... We open TikTok and Instagram to let the people of the world know that when you come to Venice, be very careful. 
Um, and then that does a whole big interview. She says that there's other groups like hers in Milan, Rome, Spain, and Barcelona, and they all kind of talk to each other about different tactics. She does it after work. Like she works all day cleaning office buildings and then she might spend four or five hours in the evening doing this and weekends as well, like all voluntarily. Um, she has a sixth sense. She says about the way they look at people, the she way they Spider-Man. look at bags. Yeah. Um, she says, she go, the, the interviewer says, are you ever concerned that you're calling out a person who's not actually a pickpocket? Because that's what I always yeah. wonder too. And she goes, no, when I see them, I know they are pickpockets. It is so strange to say I have something inside me and I recognize immediately. Spider and it's funny too, because they, imme- they flee straight away. You know, when she starts roaring, they run like feck. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I don't know now what her TikTok handle is. I think if you even just type in attenzione or if you even start typing attention into TikTok, she'll come up. Um, Monica Polly, so you'll Monica find Pauly. her. Um, yeah, it's, it's just really, and the article itself was so interesting. Um, so that was my worldwide web. She's a book. Mm, um, good on you. Recommendations. Mm. I was going to mention, now I didn't mention it last week, but I was in the spa oh, in yeah. Letterkenny. Mm. I feel like this is Letterkenny's best kept secret. Mm. So it's out at Rock Hill House. And the spa is called The Well House. But I had a lovely morning out there. Mm. So they've like two outdoor jacuzzis. It's all kind of like wild flowers. And they have a little um, actual building out the back as well. I think they do yoga as well. But uh, lovely. Mm. I would highly recommend it. And then we went into, into Rock Hill House for afternoon tea. And it was unreal. Mm, that looked like a beautiful morning. It was so nice. But the house, like, that was my first time out of it, like. But mm. the afternoon tea, like, the surroundings are just stunning. Mm. But yeah, I see they do weddings and that out there as well, like. Yeah, it's a lovely space. Yeah, I would highly recommend the spa. I think that's a lovely thing for people to be fit to do in Letterkenny. Yeah. Go to a really nice spa. But so many people don't know that there's a spa out there. Mm. I didn't know. <laughs> Until recently. Yeah, and it's you kind of feel like you're getting away too because you're just out in the country, just slightly outside of Letterkenny. Yeah. I was nearly apprehensive about saying about it because it was so nice when we were there because it was so quiet. Like, Yeah. But. No, you're as well to say because if it stays too quiet, it'll not be around for much I, longer. I just let the secret out there. <laughs> yeah. And like I got a back and neck massage. But it was one of the best treatments I've ever had. Like, people are leaving reviews in. It's, like, up there with the Galgorm. Like, it's wow. small. Obviously, the Galgorm have a big kind of, what do you call The village thermal, oh, sweet okay. village kind of. Mm-hmm. But, no, it's lovely. Stunning, stunning. And then the little room you went after, the relaxation room, they came along with a tea. And they had, like, all, like, tea leaves in it. So I had, like, a peppermint tea. Mm. But it was like tea leaves in it, and oh, it was just lovely. really nice experience. So I got yeah. a lot of videos, so I must compile them now, and I will put it up on the Instagram page. Yeah, that's a great recommendation. Mm-hmm. People could get each other vouchers of it or anything. It's something yeah. a bit different. Yeah, yeah. I've only ever but well, I've been there for work events because they have a big event space. You've probably seen that. It's kind of like a conservatory area. 
on one yeah, it's side like an of the orangey. house. Yeah, Ar- uh, orangey. orangey. Yeah. yeah. So they would do corporate events down there. Stunning. It's lovely. <laughs> it's stunning. Um, and then they had afternoon tea at the start of the year too, and I thought it was lovely. Yeah, really good. The afternoon tea because they say, um, like everything is kind of produced on site, like. Mm. Which is amazing. Like they clot a cream, the scones. <gasps> mm. I'm getting hungry now. I know. Me too. Yeah. So Rock Hill House. Um, does the spa have a different name or anything, or is it just? It's Rock? called the Well House. Oh, the Well House. Yeah. Oh, you did say that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, it's good. We bit of inspiration, something different mm-hmm. for the girls. Um. Any more recommendations? No, that's that's the height of my recommendation. Oh, quite a good one. <laughs> I was just going to mention as well, out in Rock Hill House, like it was raining away as it has been for the entirety of July. Mm-hmm. But like they've all these really random statues placed around. Oh yeah. So we great crack looking at the statues. <laughs> some of them some of them are very strange. Yeah, I wonder who like what the story is. What I was trying or? to find out a story about it, but maybe we'll do a little investigation into that. Yeah, if anybody knows any more about any intel about the statues, yeah. maybe message us. Someone might know something. Because we were driving out and there's all kind of like land into the left. And like there was a, a stag statue mm. in the middle. But you could just about see it like. That's mad. It, it used mad. to be some kind of a base. like mm, An army barracks, yeah, wasn't it? an army barracks out mm-hmm. there. So hmm. Amazing. Yeah, I'd love to try it sometime. Um, my, uh, my recommendations just actually, I had a really nice experience in a place that I've been loads um, but I just thought I'd give them a shout out. Uh, Tank and Skinny's. Oh, yeah. But the co- the one in the courtyard in Little yeah. I know there's obviously the bigger ones on the coast in, where the, is it, Moff? In Moff, yeah. And, and in Bunkrana. Yeah. I think we've only been to the Moff one as well. But the one in the courtyard's always lovely. The food's gorgeous. But um, myself and Clara were in on Saturday morning for just like a wee girl's morning while Darren was getting his hair cut. Um, so, and then we were treated like absolute queens. Like we were buzzing the two of us with our whole experience. Mm. (laughs) Like, I don't know if it's the man who runs it or just works there, but he was just so nice. Um, Clara even got like a little surprise pancake stack after she had her sausage roll with like Nutella and strawberries on it. And she said it was the best day ever. Um, she got her wee colouring sheets and I had a pure notiony avocado toast because I've always loved avocado toast and it's kind of faded away mm-hmm. um, and then I saw it in the menu and I was like oh, I'm going to get avocado toast and it was lovely like it's a wee stack of sourdough all cut up into squares and piled up I'm and too then hungry to be listening to this I know my mouth's watering now and the avocado was lovely like and it was in a wee container of its own and then there was another wee thing of like tomato and pepper and like Frank's hot sauce and stuff like a little salsa type thing and then you kind of make your own wee bits of toast and it was divine. It was so, so nice. I need to try that. Yeah, and the coffee was lovely. The plates and everything were nice and the staff were just so, so sound. You had a great experience. I had a brilliant experience, I have to say. I was just so, (laughs) I was just so happy with it, like, yeah. And like uh, the sun shines on Clara when we go anywhere. Like she just always kind of um brings these experiences. She's yeah, she manifests the stuff. <laughs> Cuz we had such a good experience. They were all like, "Bye." We were like, "Oh." 
And then we walked out the door and then this woman was coming walking with two super cute dogs. Um, and then Clara started petting the dogs and Ugh. the woman was telling us about how one of them was a rescue and everything and the dog was there licking Clara and stuff. And we were just like, oh my God, we're having such... The courtyard's getting a bad rap at the minute, but like I have to say, we had a very <laughs> pleasant experience in the courtyard, so I'm not going to knock it at all. We were, yeah, we were very... um passionate about the courtyard in our first year oh my gosh yeah it's right now yeah me and clara love our wee courtyard saturdays we do this like about once a month so i like take her into euro two and she thinks it's like smith's and i'm like yeah Aww. get whatever you want <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we usually go downstairs and get ice cream and scoops on the kind of second floor fourth floor like where dress me ireland oh, and yeah, stuff is yeah yeah um, but it like it was too early, so we changed it up and went to Tank and Skinny's Lovely. and had a great experience. So just thought I'd give them a recommendation shout out. Hard to beat, hard to beat. I love mm-hmm. their wraps. Yeah, their food's always just unreal. Yeah. So but that's yeah, the that's staff are all lovely the too. Crack. Have you any any trivia? Any um Yeah, I have do you know what a port <laughs> a portmanteau is? Oh my god, I I think I do. Do you know? I could be pronouncing Portmanteau. P O R T M A N T E A U. Portmanteau. Portmanteau. No, it sounds very familiar, but I. You do actually know. I think I do know. Can I. Is it. A, is it something to do with food? I, no. <laughs> it oh. could be as well. No, it actually. No, it doesn't. Okay, no. Like, I have definitely heard that. Mm. Phrase. Yeah, you probably have recently. Darren, any guesses? No. So it's two things. One thing it's like um from the eighteen hundreds, it's like the suitcase that has two d- different sides. So one side you can actually like hang your clothes and the other it's like a vintage suitcase and then the other it has wee drawers in it, if you've ever seen them. And no. then it closes up as just one normal looking suitcase but with two compartments. compartments. But it's also Things like Barbenheimer uh, or, you know, the words that have been like mashed up, mashed together, but then are like accepted in popular culture. So Barbenheimer not only encapsulated our fascination with two particular movies, but also with the art of mashing two words together in the f- form of a portmanteau. Famous portmanteaus include brunch, hangry and email. Email? Yeah. Oh, electronic mail. And then I've got a few here. Um, oh, God. I probably can't remember the answers now. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I might remember the answer to this one. Jason Siegel and Paul Rudd had one of these in a 2009 movie. Oh, God. That's very niche. Darren, you would know this one. Jason Siegel and Paul Rudd had one of these in a 2009 movie. Romance. Yeah. <laughs> Very good, Darren. Very good. Um. Oh my God! Like I can't remember. Oh. <laughs> I can't remember the answers. I have them all here, but I don't. I can't remember the answer myself, so it's pointless. <laughs> So I'll post them on our Instagram page and people... Oh, sorry. What did Great Britain vote to do in 2016? 
Exit Britain. Mm-hmm. Brexit. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, actually, no. Brexit is. Yeah, there's one. Yeah, but what's the words? Britain. Yeah, but I know I said that. I know I said that. But Britain exit. Brexit. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I think it's getting too late. We're tired, y'all. Yeah. Brexit. The last one. Brexit. Lululemon popularized this category of apparel. Oh, at leisure. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. I'm still mulling over Brexit here. It's just like the combination of two words, but they don't have to like perfectly alphabetically merge. It's just some letters from each side of it have yeah, to yeah. kind of like oh, no, I know, intertwine. Like, Britain exit just doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Are you malfunctioning? <laughs> glitching. I'm glitching. Uh. Um, anyway, yeah, we'll, so I think we'll that's exit all the now. crack. Yeah, let's. Brexit on out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okie dokie. We shall chat to you all next week. Bye. Good luck. I mean, bye bye. <laughs> oh, <laughs> game changer. <laughs>